Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gina. And I'm Nicole. And today we are dishing about some of our favorite vegan and vegetarian recipes. But first, let's do some catching up. What's new, Nicole? No, you go first. I want to hear it about Disney. Oh, that's way more interesting. Well, we, okay, so we had a great, great trip to Disney. I will tell you, first of all, we're doing an entire episode on sort of the do's and don'ts from a first time Disney goer. Well, I shouldn't say that. I went in second grade. That doesn't count. Uh, but we're going to do a whole episode on sort of some tips. And I, I took some notes while there. But just to kind of recap, it was a great trip. We did go with another family, which I think made it all that much better. I didn't want my kids arguing and bickering the whole time. And honestly, it kind of helped for, for Nick and I not to bicker because we were with another family. <laughs> and so we didn't we didn't want to bicker in front of them, even though they're good friends of ours. So it's not like we, you know, we're embarrassed to do that. We were very much ourselves. But it just having the other kids there and I don't know, it just, I think it made the trip be, and plus they're a good family to travel with. Anyway, the rides there were amazing. I will tell you Epcot, we were, we weren't even, we were considered not going to Epcot, but it was actually my favorite place out of all the three places we went. So we went to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Hollywood Studios was our least favorite with our younger kids. That's just a an FYI. And we we're also not big Star Wars fans. So that's just something to consider. If you're not really big Star Wars fans and you have younger kids, Hollywood Studios might not be the best place to go. They do have a story or a Toy Story area, which was fun, but we were only there for a few hours. Uh, but we spent uh, both full days at Disney, uh, so Magic Kingdom, and then a, a full day at Epcot. And the Epcot rides were just amazing. Uh, we did pay extra to not have to wait in any lines. So definitely felt privileged to be able to do that. So the longest line we waited in was 30 minutes. And uh, so, yeah, we probably ended up spending an extra five to $600 on not having to wait in any lines. But if you can pay for that, I say it's definitely worth it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll give I'll give a lot more updates on the April full episode we have on that. But overall, it was just honestly one of the best trips we've had. Uh, other than that, Cameron's birthday is this weekend. So it's going to be a fun filled weekend of Legoland and then a family birthday party, which with a, it's random. He chose a Batman theme for his birthday party, which I, I didn't even know he liked Batman. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so yeah. What about you guys? What's, what's new? Uh, we're just busy. How was Valentine's day? You guys doing, I know that was Right is no. Oh, you guys were just getting back, right? We were just getting back. Oh my gosh! So we ordered Paige these awesome Valentines. They were they were you know the poppet where you it's like it's almost like an accordion. You pull it out and it makes that loud noise, uh -huh. and then you push it in. So these Valentines were so cool, and they they each came with a little mini poppet of different colors. Of course, they didn't get here on time. They literally uh -huh. got here on Valentine's Day right after school. Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> I ordered them like a month ahead too, so. It's fine. Mimi actually ended up going out and getting us one, my mom, uh, some really cool Valentines on Saturday. I don't know how she snagged them because they were, uh, they seemed to be all gone. 
uh, but Valentine's Day was fun. We didn't do anything for it, honestly. There was there was no Valentine's celebration romance to, to be had in this household. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We didn't do much either. My yeah. flowers from Mark arrived, I think, like the Friday before. Oh. And I he ordered them from Costco and I had been getting like updated shipping information. I swear for like three weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> I what did I order from Costco? I'm like, nothing. This is weird. It didn't say what it was. And then they arrived and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're very pretty. Um, but yeah, we didn't do anything either. We had salads at home. That was it. Oh, romantic. Yeah. Well, romantic. He got he got crab cakes from the grocery store and Ooh. air fried them and dirtied every pan in the house somehow with air frying four little crab cakes. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> the man I never ceases to amaze me in the kitchen. Oh my gosh. Nick does the same thing. He'll then clean it, but he makes such a mess in the kitchen. He's very much a perfectionist, so he has to dirty every dish. Oh, he has some yeah. skill. Mark, 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 Mark's not so skillful in the kitchen, but I'm, it was a sweet little gesture. But the, we're excited yeah. this weekend. We're going to the Illinois Michigan State game at Michigan State. So this is basketball. You know, we're pretty diehard basketball fans. Uh, we got creamed the other night. I think we were playing Maryland Rutgers, Maryland. I, I can't remember one of those two. Um, no, Rutgers. Yeah. Rutgers is in New Jersey, right? Yeah, yes, correct. that sounds right then. Um, and I believe they've beat five top 20 teams this year. So we were just the next one to go. So that was painful, but uh, hopefully we can get a win this weekend. And yeah, spring is just looking busy. I'm having anxiety already over what I've done to myself in April, which includes spring break travel. Kind of the first two weekends are impacted by spring break travel. Uh, that coming then the following weekend, we just booked a three generation girls weekend. So my mom and one of her best friends, her daughter, and then her, her daughter, her daughter's daughter. So mm-hmm. same thing with me. I've got my mom and then me and my two girls were renting a house um, in Indiana just for like a girls weekend. So that and then the next weekend is a hockey tournament. Um, Jeez. Yeah. So other than the last weekend in April, I'm yeah, kind of kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, other all's good. All's good. I, I'm looking forward to the variety show being done and um I need to start saying no to things. Yeah. That's what this yeah. boils down to, Gina. <laughs> you are doing so well. I w- <laughs> You're just having a little slip. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep that in mind. I need I need to back it off. So yeah. all good though. Okay, awesome. Well, before we begin this podcast, just a quick favor to ask, since you like this podcast. Please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us and they help us reach more people. So of course, we'd appreciate it. All right, so just a little introduction to today's topic. We love sharing our favorite recipes with you throughout each month, uh, especially with our mom wins. So today, we decided to focus on vegetarian and vegan recipes. After all, it is American Heart Month and sprinkling in a meat-free recipe every once in a while is definitely a heart-healthy habit. So we each chose two to three recipes to make, and then we swapped with with each other. So in other words, we both made each of the recipes at home and then um, kind of challenged the other person to make the same recipe and kind of give feedback. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. So get ready to fill your monthly menu calendar with some tasty ideas. Hopefully, we we each agree that they were all tasty. I haven't even looked at your notes, so we'll see if we... If we both agreed on the tastiness of our recipes that we swapped, and we'll go ahead and start with yours, Nicole. You chose cauliflower parmesan with garlic butter breadcrumbs. 
and then a ginger sweet potato coconut milk stew with lentils and kale. So we'll start with the cauliflower um, steaks, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, you give your feedback and and then I'll give mine. Okay, this was the first recipe that I pursued the whole cauliflower steak. And if you've spent any time on Pinterest or with um, vegan or vegetarian friends, this is a popular concept. But you and you texted me about it, Gina. But the the thought is really to cut the head of cauliflower um, with the with the stem, like the the stalk side down on your cutting board, and then cutting it into real thick. Um, like steaks so that it doesn't just crumble into florets. Yeah. And so that's that's key number one. And you may only get two or three steaks out of a head of cauliflower and that's okay. You can roast the ends and all as well. Um, but I love cauliflower probably because I don't have any FODMAP issues. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely one of my favorites to roast, but I love that it could be served like with pasta and it reheated really, really well. Um, and I'll let you talk about Nick's comment, but I don't necessarily disagree with Nick's <laughs> feedback. Oh, you don't disagree or you I do agree? I don't disagree with Nick's oh, disagree. comment. I, I would say I loved it vegetarian as is. Um, it's not vegan if you add the cheese. I think that was the only thing that wasn't vegan or in it. Mm, I would have to. Uh, no, well, there's the garlic, a little bit of butter. Yeah. Which you could use margarine or, yeah. you know, dairy free butter. Yeah. Eas- easily vegan veganized. Yeah. I, okay, so FODMAP comment. We'll start with that one. Definitely out of all the FODMAPs there are, I still cannot eat cauliflower. I mean, even a quarter cup of cauliflower and I am, excuse me, but farting all night long. And they're not, let's just say it's not like a- They're cruciferous farts. (laughs) They are definitely cruciferous farts. So I still try to, I mean, I, it is hard for me to eat cauliflower. So I made this and- uh, that was a rough night um, for the whole family. <laughs> okay. So I had, I did text you because I could not figure out how to cut this without it just crumbling. It would have been nice to note in the recipe that you only get a few steaks out of each head. Maybe it did say that, but I didn't see that because I was expecting to get several steaks out of each head of cauliflower. So when you said only two to three, I'm like, oh, okay. So this makes more sense because otherwise it was just crumbling and, you know. So yeah, I could save those crumbly um, pieces of cauliflower and roast them separately. I do like roasted cauliflower, similar to roasted broccoli, if I'm able to eat it. So anyway, yes, I thought they were delicious. I wasn't overly excited about this recipe, but I made it and I thought they were very, very tasty. Nick also liked it. His comment that you just alluded to was that he he said they would have been better with pepperoni, which, you know, of course... Uh, I shouldn't say, of course, I love pepperoni. So of course it was almost like a little mini pizza. You know, it had the marinara sauce and the mozzarella cheese. So adding pepperoni, of course it would taste good, but not necessary. I thought it was delicious. Even Cameron tried it, which I love it when my kids try things. I don't force them to, I just ask them once, sometimes twice, uh, but it's not a requirement at the dinner table. And he actually did try it and probably took a few bites, uh, but then- that was it. And that's fine. So I appreciated that. I don't think Paige even tried it. She might have. I can't remember, but I just remember uh, Cameron actually saying verbally, hmm, this is really good. Oh, good. So that made me, that made me happy. Yeah. You alluded to it, but and I should have said this to start, but it, it's a spin. It's a ve- vegan vegetarian spin on chicken Parmesan. And it does yeah. say in the recipe notes, which I don't know if you scrolled maybe that low, but it says 
I, I wrote two heads of cauliflower will yield yeah. about six large slices of the widest portion of the cauliflower. The rest will likely crumble, roast that in a separate pan alongside the cauliflower slices. So it is in there, but it's not You're in the right. body of the recipe. But yeah, yes, see? that is a key point because buying two heads of cauliflower feels like a lot, but it does cook down a lot. There's so much water in there. True, true. Yeah, very good. And we did serve it on top of pasta. So I think that helped. All right. So your next one was ginger, sweet potato, coconut milk stew with lentils and kale. What a mouthful. Yeah. Go ahead. It is exactly as described, I would say. I have no, I think I found this one just on Pinterest and I always challenge myself and I think I've said it on the show, but it's probably been a while. I am always interested in finding ways to include more beans and lentils in my diet because I challenge I, I've, I'm challenged with that. Like it's not, a, those are not foods, unfortunately, that I, I lust after. Like I've, you've talked about before, just like opening a can of black beans and like going, that is not of interest to me. Right? I, especially when I was pregnant. I, I just, when I was pregnant with Cameron, that was my craving. <laughs> black beans straight from a can. I, it's the weirdest thing. And uh, Raisin Bran. So weird. So let's just say I was very iron. regular. You wanted <laughs> yeah. iron. And I guess. But I didn't want meat. Like I didn't want red meat. That did not interest me at all. I just wanted beans and bran. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, I just yeah. thought this sounded like a really flavorful, wintry, nutritious meal. So I tried it and I it really exceeded my expectations. I did add extra kale uh, just because kale cooks down so much. Yeah. Um, but it is as described. So you've got ginger in there, which I'm a big fan of the tube ginger. Do you buy that? Me, like me the too. paste? Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. game changer. So and easy. then sweet potatoes. I prep those ahead of time. It uses a can of full fat coconut milk and a little bit of broth, I believe. And then the lentils and kale. It, I mean, that is basically the recipe. Um, some yeah. seasonings. I think there's some turmeric in there. So it has this really pretty like orange look, uh, you know, like color. To, to it. And I think I topped it with um, pepitas or pumpkin seeds, but I would just put a little something on top to be, to add some crunch um, just for texture. But I thought it was really good. What about you? Ditto. I, oh, I actually, this is crazy, but I actually liked it more the second day, which I don't oh. say that about many things. I ate, there was, we had some leftover quite a bit actually, because my kids wouldn't eat it. Nick doesn't love soup. Uh. Um, so it was pretty, I had my mom over that night, of course. So we just went to town on this. And the next day, there was probably like three cups left. I think I ate that entire thing. It was so good. I mean, I could even eat it, eat it cold. The flavor, it was just, oh, it was addicting. Yeah. I think next time I would add maybe less sweet potatoes and more lentils. That's just a tip that I wrote on the recipe for the next time I make it because I did feel like it lacked, there weren't many lentils in it and I, no. and I wanted more. And it is a one pot, which is great as well. That's true. That was a bonus. Not much cleanup. Mm -hmm. You know, serve it with a nice, you know, whole wheat roll or whatever. And that that's one what, is you know, vegan. That is a vegan recipe. Right. As long as you use a vegetable stock, which, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Easy. A um, little bit of yeah, prep, I, but you can do it ahead of time. I didn't even think it was much prep needed. The biggest, yeah, what like what you said was cutting and I did not take the skin off the sweet potato. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. I guess where I get lazy in the kitchen. Nick would. I I didn't. And you can buy pre-chopped kale. Like I, I usually buy it from Aldi. You will get some of the ribs in there, which is a texture I don't super love after being cooked. So I just pull off those thicker ribs 
uh, kind of the center rib to any of the uh, kale. And I did chop it a little bit more finely, thinking that my kids would be more agreeable to it. They did eat a little bit of it, but it wasn't like their favorite thing. And I get it. I mean, that's a pretty, it's a pretty complex dish for a little person. It's hearty. Yeah. 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 But you nailed it with your recipes. What did yeah. you- Oh, did I? I think so. Oh, good. Good. Okay. So we'll start with then what the more difficult recipe, which is something that I usually don't choose, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself a little bit. This was squash stuffed shells. But hold on. What is the actual? It's butternut squash stuffed shells. This could be vegan or you can make it vegetarian. I actually did half vegan, half not because Nick will not eat tofu. Uh, so it was instead of ricotta, it used a tofu ricotta without any dairy, but I actually did make half of my shelves with ricotta. And then the cream sauce, which was my favorite part of this recipe, was made with cashews. And oh, I just thought the cream sauce was so good. I could just, I was just licking the spoon. I I do love cashews. And then when you cream them with some lemon juice and garlic, oh, so good. Um, so so it's kind of like a, a vegan Alfredo. Was there any nutritional yeah. yeast? I didn't look at the recipe. No, there was no. no nutritional yeast in this. No, no. Oh, you didn't make it. That's right. You I didn't make didn't. it. I didn't. I didn't. And okay. I'll tell you why, but you keep going. Okay, that's okay. So yes, there was no nutritional yeast in this. It was a little bit labor intensive. This would be a good dish that you could bring to a party where you or have at a party where you know someone is coming who's vegetarian or vegan because it's just really just a step a step above the typical, you know, uh, lentil bolognese, you know, a simple dish. This is a little bit, a little bit more complex, but, but also very tasty, which oftentimes when you have a more complex dish, it does tend to be a little tastier. So really, really enjoy this. But again, you can make it vegetarian with just ricotta cheese or vegan with tofu. Either way, I thought they were, it was very tasty. Yeah. So why didn't you make it? <laughs> I did not make it because it's very similar to a recipe I've made with uh, turkey, uh, sweet Italian turkey sausage that was very labor intensive. Oh, you've made that recipe. I've made it twice. Yeah. Similar-ish, From your right? blog, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. 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 And it was time intensive and my family didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. Mark did, but the kids wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. It seems very similar. I, I just knew they were not likely to eat it, but it sounded really good. And it, maybe in a few years, they'll they'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. I just ran out of time and it, yeah. it, it sounded similar. But yeah, I, I imagine I would love it to pieces. There's something about that ricotta and butternut squash combo that works really well with pasta. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, goes back to one of my favorite recipes that I make all the time is my butternut squash lasagna recipe. There's no pasta in it, but it's just butternut squash, ground turkey, marinara sauce, and ricotta. Oh, and it's just so, so good. Oh, so what's your noodle? Your butternut Butternut squash? squash. How do you cut it so thin? Thinly sliced. I generally have Nick do it, but I actually pre-cook it so it gets soft and then cut it. Oh, smart. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my next recipe, so so to be fair, I did give uh, Nicole three recipes. So she chose two of them to make. So the next one was the vegetarian bolognese in the Instapot or Instant Pot or pressure cooker if you don't have an Instapot. And I just really loved this recipe. The kids had no idea there were lentils in this recipe, which... You know, I don't, it's not that they don't like lentils, but I think if they, if I would have said, here, try this lentil marinara sauce, they'd be like, no, but I just served them pasta, pasta with this bolognese on top of it. 
and they just, I think, thought that the chunks were meat. I don't know. They didn't say anything. They didn't ask anything. I didn't give them any any information. And they ate it and really enjoyed it. But it was super simple. You just put, it actually has just marinara sauce. So it's a very simple, easy recipe. You just add a jar of marinara sauce, some lentils, water, and then you serve it over your your choice of pasta. So a very, very simple recipe. What did you think about it? Yeah. I would almost say this isn't a recipe at all. It's more like an assemble and serve, which is perfect, right? Like I say that in the best way. Sure. I personally do not understand the use of a pressure cooker because if you keep scrolling in the recipe, you get, you said the ingredients, it's marinara sauce and lentils. Boom. Like you could just cook it in a saucepan. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I am not going to dirty my instant pot. And have to clean the lid. No freaking way. I just put mm. the two ingredients together over low with a lid on. So to with the splattering, stirred it every so often. You can't like really overcook lentils. I'm sure you could, but you'd have to try pretty hard. So some night when you're just like, yeah, just just like babysit it a little bit on the stovetop, but it's it's basically hands off. Sure. I did like it reduced quite a bit and oh. almost got kind of sweet, I feel like, in the pressure cooker. Okay. I don't find my pressure cooker very hard to clean at all. I I, I don't know. Do you? No. No. Okay. Because I don't think it would have been any more difficult for me to to do it in the in the pressure cooker versus a sauce. Is pan. yours pretty small? Mine is massively big. If I were just to put one jar of marinara sauce and those lentils in there, I think it would I would get a burn notice. Like I don't think that's Mine's enough actually pretty food. big too. It I didn't get a burn notice. It didn't burn. Huh. Maybe if you're doubling, tripling, quadrupling the recipe, I think that would be the way to go. But sure. And and I would suggest that because this would freeze super easily. Yeah. Maybe triple the recipe. That's a good that's a good suggestion. Mark's feedback was so interesting. And we served it with zoodles. How did you serve it? Just with regular. I think we used the Barilla uh, like protein rich pasta spaghetti. Okay, we went all the way with the with the vegan veg thing and Mm -hmm. we did zoodles, which my kids enjoy making. So I have found, we have the attachment for the stand mixer. Yeah. I don't have a separate zoodle maker. Um, and you can also buy zoodles, fresh or frozen in most grocery stores, just word to the wise out there um, for a time saver. But Mark said that he actually liked the marinara sauce with the lentils better than just regular marinara sauce. I thought oh. that was super interesting. Well, it adds a nice little texture. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. And the kids gobbled it up like yours. So I would say yeah. this is a super easy, like parent friendly, great way to get in additional fiber iron for your kids. Absolutely. Yep. B vitamins. Protein. What else? What else is in lentils? Protein. protein so much yeah. protein. Yeah. And iron, right? High in iron. I should know this. Probably. 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 Let's go with should that. we really? I don't know. I mean, let's assume there's some iron in there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Last one I provided and that I made was the dark chocolate pudding, which I really hate saying pudding. I want to almost call it a mousse. I don't know what the difference is, but I hate the word pudding. This is from clean eating back in 2011. I saved this from 2011 and I actually never made it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a whirl. It calls for arrowroot powder, which I put in the show notes that we did not use arrowroot powder. We just used, um, Cornstarch. Uh, cornstarch. Thank you. I Googled what is a good replacement for air. I'm not going to go out and buy arrowroot powder because Clean Eating Magazine wants me to use arrowroot powder. It's ridiculous. Or organic evaporated cane juice, which is also what was called for in the recipe. We just used maple syrup. Also called for unsweetened soy milk, 
which I would suggest using soy milk over almond milk or any other milk al- dairy alternative because it has the protein. So that, that is integral. So you need to use the soy milk. Don't try to swap that out. Uh, cocoa powder, vanilla, and then dark chocolate chips. And super easy. You, you know, just, it doesn't use very many dishes at all. And I just thought it, you know, it stored well, lasted for about, you know, four or five days in the fridge. So I kept eating it and I thought it was delicious. The kids, you know, they didn't love it, but they didn't hate it. They did eat it the first time. They didn't eat it as leftovers, but I just kept going at it. What about you guys? Well, I think you saved the best for last. I (laughs) loved this recipe and I'm glad that you clarified because, yeah, I was not inclined to buy arrowroot and I've never heard of evaporated cane juice or whatever the other ingredient was. But as soon as you said use cornstarch and maple syrup, I was like, I'm in. So it is a vegan recipe. It's the first time I've ever purchased for home soy milk. Isn't that weird? We don't ever buy it either. So no, it's not that weird. But the, and I just ever. had my kids do a taste test of it of soy milk just and it was the unsweetened. They actually liked it. I I, I mean I'm not surprised tasty. by that. But it's very creamy. Yeah. Well, it's the most similar nutritionally to cow's milk. Correct. So yeah. like you're saying with the with the um, protein, I just thought it was so good. I ended up making it a second time and doubling it. And my kids, um, they didn't gobble it like the first time, but I think it was because I didn't put some shavings on the top the second time. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate shavings. Yeah. And I buy the big old bar of dark chocolate from Trader Joe's, but also Ghirardelli's 72%. Is it Caco, Caco? Cacao. Cacao. Um, Those are vegan. I did a whole search on what dark chocolate chips are vegan and the 72% from Ghirardelli are, and they're very easy to find. That's if you're looking to make it vegan instead of just, veg- I mean, it's already vegetarian, but if you're looking to make it vegan, there are quite a few dark chocolate options out there. So mm-hmm. I, I thought it was very rich uh, and just absolutely delicious. It will, if you keep it in the fridge, it will release just a bit of water. Not mm-hmm. a big deal though. Just siphon it off, pour it off, whatever. And it's just fine. There will get a little bit of a film on the top, but I kind of like that little bit of texture. It was not off-putting at all. So like you said, it kept really, really well. And I just thought it was decadent and very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. I evaporated cane juice. I've seen it in recipes. I see evaporated cane juice all the time. I've never seen it on a store shelf, which is one reason why I stopped getting clean eating magazine. I'm just like, I'm just over all the crazy ingredients they want me to buy. Although they're relatively easy to swap out. I, it's okay to use maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Now you have two more recipes that you want to share. Go ahead. I do. Um, just timely because I've made them for the blog or adapted them for the blog and posted recently. But one is a Thai peanut sweet potato broccoli bootable. That's a whole mouthful. <laughs> And it's basically roasted vegetables. You've got carrots, sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts, and sweet potatoes. Did I already say sweet sweet potatoes, carrots, Brussels sprouts? Maybe that's it. Uh, Okay, let's go with that. And oh, broccoli, broccoli. And you roast them with a little, the seasoning uh, mixture that you make has a little bit of cinnamon in it, which is unique. And it's, you serve it with like a peanut butter dipping sauce that you, or like you drizzle over the top. Mark chowed down. My kids liked it. Uh, it You just didn't miss the meat at all. The vegetables were the star and the peanut sauce was like crave worthy. 
Uh, so mm-hmm. I loved that one. And then a morning option, you got a dessert option. Um, here's a morning option. It's a also, I would say, just allergen-friendly. So it's gluten-free and vegan, but a banana chocolate chip oatmeal breakfast bar. It's all made in one bowl. I swapped in pecans and cherries. So it was like a cherry chocolate chip, but it mm-hmm. made made in a nine by 13 and then you, it's cut into uh, 16 squares and off you go. So all the leftovers could just go right into the freezer, but it was something that my kids loved and yeah, it used a flax egg, which is super easy to do. Just ground flax seed and water. Yeah. Very basic ingredients. And it turned out really, really good. Sounds delectable. Awesome. All right. More recipes <laughs> or products. Mom wins her favorite new product. Sure. A product. Shocker. It never <laughs> happens. But the mocha chip wee yogurt yeah. is, it literally tastes like mocha chip ice cream, which is my, probably my favorite ice cream flavor. I do love mocha chip I, ice cream. Have you had this wee yogurt? I haven't. No. So wee is, an, is spelled O-U-I, just for those who are wondering. It We've is all seen French. it. Sure. Yeah. It's in the cute little <laughs> glass jars. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I'm literally obsessed with this yogurt. I'm curious how much sugar is in it. Not that I, you know, obviously I don't really care, but, you know, if it's really tastes like ice cream, I'm curious it how is much sugar. dessert, 100%. Yeah, okay, so it is more like a dessert. Got it. So good. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I, I'm always looking for dessert-like yogurts because my daughter, Paige, she does not drink milk. She does not eat yogurt. She does not eat cheese. It's very rare. So I'm like, oh my gosh, so I went out and bought, and bought those oh, YoPlay whips uh-huh. the other day that I seriously love just to think, I, I was thinking maybe she'll eat this. I'll call it moose. She did not eat it. And so oh. maybe I'll give this a whirl. I'm not sure how much calcium is in this product that you're talking about, but I would think at least some. I'm looking it up. I'm, I'm continuing to, to try to find products that she will, she will eat. All right. So Mine is a mom win of sorts. I would say we were, you know, in Disney. I tried very hard to sort of steer my kids away from the plethora of sweet treats that were just thrown at them all day long. And, you know, but I wasn't ridiculous about it. But they they did enjoy a a snack that was chocolate dipped bananas with peanuts on it. So we'd already had a lunch and a dessert from that lunch. And they got hungry and there's not many options that aren't really, really sweet at Disney or just salty and carb loaded, which again, I don't really care, but I'm trying to think what could they eat that's a little bit more balanced to add some fruits and vegetables to their day to day, chocolate dipped bananas with peanuts. And they loved this. I thought for sure they wouldn't go for this idea, but they did. And so I'm looking, I'm trying to find a good recipe that I can make this at home, especially in the summer. So once I find a hit recipe, I will I will share that with you. But that was part of my my mom win for the week. Were they cut into that. coins or like were they no, on a stick? They were on a stick, which was what made it so much more fun. What do you need it, a recipe for? Put a banana on a stick. Hey. <laughs> and then dip it in chocolate. It'll be a simple recipe. Well, won't I need to freeze the banana first or do I freeze the banana second? I don't know. Do I put the a fresh banana on a stick and then dip it in the chocolate and then put it in the freezer? And then what kind of chocolate? Do I need to use any of that wax? I'm assuming I do. What's the ratio? So it'll be a simple recipe, but I do need some guidelines. You could do wax or just a little bit of coconut oil just to thin it out a little bit. So it's not like, you know, four ounces of chocolate on a banana. 
Mm. That would be okay though. With some peanuts. I couldn't believe it because Paige doesn't like nuts. She'll eat peanut butter, but smooth peanut butter. Well, she still ate this. And huh. so that was that was fun. Oh, that seems yeah, that seems like a slam dunk for sure. Okay, so the we has 210 calories, uh, 12 grams of fat, seven of which are saturated, uh, 23 grams of carb, 19 of which are sugar, five grams of protein, and 10% calcium. Not oh. the greatest choice. It's Did you know that the, the daily value for calcium has now increased to 1200 did you know this okay i'm so embarrassed i didn't realize this is so embarrassing but i'm gonna go ahead and admit it i'm very i did not realize that when the label updated in 2020 the daily values also got updated i i knew that the daily like what shows up on a label changed so now it's potassium and iron like vitamin c and vitamin a are no longer listed I didn't realize that they changed the actual number recommendation, the daily value recommendation for calcium. I want to say calcium. There's others. Uh, the only one that I can really think of is calcium. I, they might have changed it for iron as well. But so calcium, I think now is 1,200, not 1,000. Anyway, I, just, I was kind of mind blown by that because <laughs> this is part of my job. I have to update uh, labels where I work. And I didn't even realize this. How embarrassing. Anyway, so now I'm even more, you know, interested in getting Paige to find a dairy product or a calcium product that she will like. So that's actually not bad. 10% better than nothing. What do you think about the sugar? It's high, but you said it tastes like mocha chip ice cream. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And I was wrong. It's called creamy mocha and chocolate. Okay, It's not mocha chip, but it tastes like mocha chip ice cream. And interesting, cane sugar pops up again on the website, which is we is made by YoPlay. It says made with cane sugar. Who cares? Why is this a thing? I, people think because they, they can they can en- envision cane growing in you know uh, on a land it, so it's a it's a it's a plant to them it's it must be it's a fruit it's a vegetable <laughs> I don't know because they think of this refined white sugar as being processed cane sugar is natural I, I don't know do they realize that granulated sugar is cane sugar <laughs> yeah I know no okay. they don't and I oh. think marketers know that. Okay. Right? I, I, it's all a marketing ploy. And it usually it does say cane sugar on the back, though. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It's, but it's not refined and dyed with bones of an animal. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. I don't know. It could also, I don't know. I couldn't even, I don't even want to go there because, yeah, it, it is so obnoxious. Marketing for foods, uh, which we'll talk about with Sally when in a couple weeks, actually. All right. So coming up on February 27th, we will be dishing out another self-care episode all on the importance of intimacy. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone. Until next time, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye, Gina. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.